0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
1: All right, something that I love to do is find out more about other radio personalities and honor those that have been a part of this thing that we enjoy calling radio uh, long before I got into this. And uh, there is one individual that I want to hear more about, learn more about tonight. Because I saw an article in the Minneapolis Star Tribune. His name is Wayne Eddy. He's 82 years old. You probably saw the story yesterday. Radio legend uh, here in Minnesota has entered hospice care. Um, and maybe many of you have heard his show before, um, have been fans of his for years. I wanted to learn a little bit more about him. And so I reached out to several people today. Uh, his wife um, I talked to earlier this morning, and somebody that we're going to talk to now on the airwaves. His name is Tim Freeland from the uh, Northfield Historical Society as well as the host of the Defeat of Jesse James Day's Bank Reenactment. He's going to join us right now here courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline to uh, to give us some inside perspective on the life of Wayne Eddy. First off, Tim, thank you so much for being on the show.
2: Hey, Henry, I appreciate it, and I am very honored to be on your show and honored to speak about Wayne Eddy tonight.
1: Yeah, and, and, and it sounds like you, you've uh, known about me being on the radio for quite some time. We were kind of texting back and forth a little bit <laughs> earlier, and so I appreciate the love going back to the Sludge and Lake days. But but let's talk about yeah, yeah. Wayne, Ed, uh, Wayne Eddy for a second. Um, it sounds yeah. like he's been a jack-of-all-trades in radio. He, he's been an owner, a GM, a morning DJ. Uh, mm-hmm. When you look at KYMN, First AM station in stereo in the Upper Midwest. So, so give me a little bit of mm-hmm. background about Wayne Eddie.
2: Uh, oh boy, that's a that's a tall order, but I think I got it. I've I've sharpened my pencil on Wayne. Not that I needed it because I'm <laughs> I'm friends with Wayne, but the specific numbers, you know, that Wayne he went to Brown, you know, so he actually, you know, was a St. Paul. Uh, he went to Harding um, and did graduate eventually from Harding in St. Paul. Went to Brown Institute and then did the old, you know, as, as you may know, as you well know, making the rounds um, through different markets, working your way around, yep. going through. He did a stint in Tomah, Wisconsin. He was down in Iowa, southern Minnesota. In uh, September of 1968, he was asked to come up. There's a brand new station in Northfield. Uh, they tried to get a station closer up into the metro, but it was a little saturated. So they started to look at markets just outside into this Northfield region and, and wayne took the job as the, the uh, station manager and he immediately once he got to northfield started to started to rock and roll and this is where you know i start to get tied in with wayne things that he's done he as a mentor to me and things that he's led the way for has allowed me to do what i've done in in this community um because of wayne because there's so much and he was, you know, on air. He also was the sales manager. You know, you know how it is with radio. You know, yep. getting get the ads, getting get the programming. Wayne was the he was the, the the top salesman at KYMN Radio in Northfield, as well as you know the the general manager and and the morning show guy. So doing that until he purchased the station and became the owner himself in '83, uh, he was just always so involved in that. And and you know myself spending six, seven years with Wayne at KYMN on air, um, you know, getting to know him, learning about the trade from him, um, you know, that, that voice, just the voice and his competence, his ability to roll in and out of commercial breaks and keep the guests really tied in. Yeah. And he claims, he claims that he probably interviewed over the years um, about uh, 10,000 people and just constant interviews, interviews. And then the later years uh, before he retired in, in, in 2019, um, his program, the Wayne Eddy affair, a two-hour sit-down uh, deep dive into Northfielders, and uh, yeah, he he was very involved um, in not just in the community but in the '70s with the Minnesota Vikings, covering them, the Purple People Eater days. So he it wouldn't be it wouldn't be weird to see uh, you know a Leo Lewis or Stu Voit come down. He would have Fran Tarkenton on the air all the time. Wayne was connected. he he was connected. He knew a lot of a lot of people. Uh, mostly from covering the, the Vikings up in those days, but um, there, there's there's so much more with him in the community as far as being on this. Um, and this kind of let me explain this here. There's the Defeated Jesse James Days Committee, mm-hmm. and we are the all we are the largest all volunteer uh, celebration in the state of Minnesota, um, and and we do the weekend after Labor Day the whole thing. And Wayne would be proud that I'm plugging that. By the way. Um, it is a great festival, and we do the, the bank raid reenactments. So, um, Wayne, for 25 years, played Frank James, who was Jesse's brother. And, uh, you know, Frank goes into the bank, holds up the teller. Frank's actually the one that assassinates the hero. And so, uh, you know, Wayne played that role. And, 25 years of, of mounting the horse and shooting the guns and doing all the reenactments, um, right around that time, he also started and founded the Northfield Historical Society. And, you know, and I'm on that board, but he was one of the founding members. Yeah, I was going to
1: get to that. Yeah. So
2: so when did he
1: when did he he found the uh, he founded that when when he found the uh, he was one of the co-founders of the Northfield Historical Society.
2: Yep. Yep. And it was in 1975, Henry. Um, The the cool story about that is they incorporated as they got a bunch of local historians, people that wanted to maintain its integrity. The building that Jesse and his gang tried to rob, it's called the Scriber Building. Back then it was the Scriber Block, one of these massive buildings. The Scriber Building, when the Historical Society first organized, they, they didn't own that building. It was owned by a, a private company. And Wayne was very involved and in, in persistent. And he told me the story about guaranteeing you know, that that building would be sold to the Historical Society and become part of that, which it was. And Wayne was instrumental. Well fast forward to today here we are we just had our 75th year doing mm. defeated jesse james days and you know that bank is still there they go in and the reenactments are portrayed inside the actual bank restored down to the floorboards just as it was and wow. well you know wayne being part of getting that building and then the historical society which this is where you get the crossover into the defeat of jesse james days and then there's the james younger gang so the actual guys that are the modern day gang that will go around and when somebody needs a you know a, a bank robbed uh, a reenactment they'll go do that and it is, it is something to be a james younger gang member which i'm not but those guys yeah. you know are intense it's what all the horses the guns the costumes just the timing the history it's it's something. Not to mention, two guys have to fall off horses every time and land on the on the <laughs> mat and and, and and pretend dying. And yeah. and Wayne did that many times himself. So, yeah. you know, you know, Henry, we're, we're talking about a guy who fully, you know, on the park board. Um, he's in the um, uh, Minnesota Broadcast Hall of Fame. Yep. So Wayne was it was inducted Hall of Fame. He's up there, and he actually, of course, helped. Uh, get that public museum of broadcasting rolling and and him pushing and working all that detail. So, you know, just being involved in so many different things ties into what you said, the the jack of all trades. I might call him a joker of all trades, kind of a joker of all trades.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
1: We're talking to Tim Freeland uh, for the Northfield Historical Society as well as the host of the Defeat of Jesse James Day's Bank reenactment here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Talking about uh, Wayne Eddy, who is uh, 82 years old, the radio legend. Uh, He's in hospice care right now. And like you mentioned, uh, from uh, KYMN Radio and a member of the Minnesota Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Look, the mm-hmm. fact that he yep. did so many things to be an owner, to be a manager, to to be a morning host, to 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 be there from the inception when it was launched in nineteen sixty eight says a lot about him. And I did talk um earlier this morning with his wife Julie. Uh we had a we had a yep. nice conversation and uh she did mention to me that uh that Wayne has almost kind of been like a mentor, like you mentioned, to to you. To, just talk about mm-hmm. what Wayne Eddy means to Northfield. Now, full transparency. I have never been. I've been through Northfield clearly going down, um, you yep. know, Highway 35. But I've never like hung out yep. in Northfield, and I do have to get up there at some point because I'm I'm good friends with a coach, uh, Kosmoski there at at St. Olaf. So so I do have some uh, ties, yeah. yeah. So I do have some ties to to uh, to Northfield, yep. but I haven't been up there. But but talk about what Mr. Eddie means to the people of Northfield.
2: I I will do that, but I do want to say. Just mark it down, weekend after Labor Day next year, we get you into the front row. You see how the West was changed, how the Civil War mentality was no longer something that the citizens would stand up, uh, that they yeah. would allow. They stood up to it. To yeah. see that reenactment, to come down and see it, and people say, oh, okay, I didn't get it. Now I see yep. that there's a hero in the bank and all that. So anyway, Wayne, um, his persistence, his his. Now he'll he'll say, you know he is persistent, he's on the go, but he's very altruistic. everything is about other people, and you sense that in his interviews when you see him asking the questions and I've been in that seat being interviewed by Wayne oh he's he, got he's got a,
1: quite the personality he might have been Pat oh, McAf- yeah. he might have been Pat McAfee before Pat McAfee. <laughs>
2: I, I think Pat probably took some notes from this guy. I mean, <laughs> w- w- Wayne Wayne was he he has been everywhere, especially down here. And like you said, a lot of people know him. I can't believe his reach of friends. Um, and and you see, he can't sit still. This guy, and this is you know, kind of like kind of like me. You got to be moving. You know, life's only so short. And this is how he would mentor me, not just in the sales about getting the sales and going out with, you know, in radio, how you we were going to pitch that. And that was the whole thing, just just doing that. But talking to me about, um, hey, your involvement and how you might strategically do that. And then, you know, working with the city, because we have to really interact with the city in Northfield throughout whatever goes on. So Wayne knew all of those people on boards, on the park board. Uh, um, I would say uh, Wayne is the kind of, th- this might sum it up. He is loving this, maybe loving the strong word. He is thoroughly enjoying. And his, his daughter Angel said in a Facebook post, this is like, and this is this is how they're thinking about this, as a time, a period, as a living wake. Mm. And Wayne, Wayne absolutely loves to hear everybody and the visitors, and they're reading them all the text and it's coming in, and, and Wayne is just... He loves it and he, he lived his life. Yeah. So that when he reached this point in time, people's hearts would reach out, that they would come and say, Thank you, Wayne, and to connect with that. It's a real bittersweet time. But I, I like how Angel put that. And how often do we run across somebody who is having their living wake? You know, you, you yep. see almost this. Uh, 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 what was it, Curb Your Enthusiasm? They did like a, a, a wake, like a fake wake, mm-hmm. like you were there for it. It's, it's one of those where like, oh, that stuff should be said while you're alive, you know, to hear it. And yeah. and that's what's going on down here. And, it's what we, and it's what we like to
1: call it. giving somebody their flowers.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Give, give, give them the flowers and smell them too. And, and uh, you know, this I know that I'm getting the updates, and Julie said that, uh, you know, it's sleeping a little more, starting to, you know, you, just to – starts to get some swelling here and there all that fun stuff and and we're keeping on top of it um reflecting on him as a personality in this community and him not standing still when he got off his show when his show was done he either hopped on his motorcycle or his 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 68 uh his 68 old with the sun with the the sunroof down just that that top down and wayne just drove around all day he he would just want to talk and wave and and uh he was. You'd see him everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere you go. W- w- but, what,
1: yeah. Well, Tim, I appreciate you hopping on the show, man, and, and, yeah. and talking about and kind of educating me and the listening audience about Wayne mm-hmm. Eddy from uh, KYMN. Um, look, you, you, you mentioned that he he appreciates and loves, um, you know, get, getting the um the attention right now and being yep. um honored in the way that he is uh, I don't know that he's listening tonight to, to WCCO I, I wish that he was but if not make sure that he, uh, he that he listens to this he segment
2: is. he's on <laughs> all yep. right he's on he he's on this has been a great segment I'll I'll all make sure that uh we play it back do you, do you post audio
1: absolutely yep yep you pull up the podcast absolutely got it got it yep. got it got it hey I thank you so much tim
2: Henry. yep Okay, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. That's Tim Freeland
1: from the Northfield Historical Society, as well as the host of the uh, Defeat of Jesse James Day's bank reenactment. And since Wayne is listening, um, Wayne, uh, just thinking about you and your family. And thank you for all that you've done in this great business of radio. We'll take a break. We'll come back.
3: More Lake Show next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,